0: Hi, dear friend. Thank you for tuning in, and welcome to Faith FM Drive Time. Welcome. You are listening to the Big Q and A. This is the program where we respond to difficult questions concerning God, faith, contemporary religion, and the Bible. This is the program where we look at world religious trends in the light of Bible prophecy. Where you are listening to Pastor Fabiano. I am currently here in the South Australian. Conference in the studios of Faith FM here in Prospect. And the weather has been very wet, but we are ever grateful for that because we know that the farmers need the rain. I'm also delighted to be able to uh, spend the next hour with you as we wrestle with an interesting topic for today with one of our regular co hosts. Now, for this whole week, our theme has been How do you explain biblical violence? However, the topic for today is, how do I deal with domestic violence? I have here in the studio our regular co-host, Helen Gray. Helen, you are welcome.
1: Thank you so much. It's lovely to be here.
0: That's right. And uh, I... Feel a little bit warm and cozy simply because we are in the studio. Mm-hmm. And we've got the heater on. Mm-hmm. Uh, how do you feel, Helen?
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't think I want to be any hotter. <laughs> <laughs> I don't right. want to fall asleep.
0: No, definitely mm-hmm. not. Yeah, but, but no, it um, is
1: beautiful here.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm also thankful that, you know, we've been getting, getting some rain because, um, the farmers need that. Um, and, uh, once again, you might be listening to the radio while you're, uh, driving, uh, home. Um, or you might just be at home uh, chilling. And uh, I'd just like to once again thank you for tuning in. And uh, if you don't mind, let us know where you are listening from. The number to actually uh, send that information to. And even uh, this is the number that you use later on for uh, claiming uh, our free offers. It is the number 0488880811. So the number is zero four double eight. Double eight zero eight eleven that is the draft time uh, prog- uh, big Q and a program uh, number that uh, you can use to actually interact with us actually and uh, and so I would just like to once again uh, thank Helen for being with us because. Uh, Helen has been on this radio program for quite some time and she's helped us wrestle with some of the uh, uh, interesting Bible questions and, um, uh, um, you know, relevant topics of which we have uh, dealt with on this radio program for quite some time. And uh, I must say it's been quite an amazing experience because even myself, I've learned quite, you know, quite a lot. To be honest, um, I don't know about you, Helen, but oh, yeah. I
1: learn something every week.
0: That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. And Helen, by the way, is ministering at Birdwood Seventh Day Adventist Church. Is that correct? That's correct. As well as what other church are you currently ministering at at the moment, no, Helen?
1: No, I'm only cu- I'm only currently with Birdwood. All right. Although I do have some contacts at Barossa.
0: Yes, and you do <laughs> yeah, preach, ankle. you know, from you I know, preach
1: at other places, other places as well. Going to be yeah. At uh, Prospect this week
0: This week Mm. There you go If you happen to be in the area Do come along and listen to uh, Helen Gray uh, uh, Share the Gospel uh, Here at um, the Prospect Seventh-day Adventist Church uh, In Prospect It's Um, in
1: Boulevard Street
0: Bovard? is that what Ballville. you say Bolville alright yes. sounds like we're speaking some French here <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, and I'll be at Merrill's Park uh, Seventh-day Adventist Church and uh I would like to just encourage you wherever you might be there will be a Seventh-day Adventist Church nearby just google it and drive there and I believe you'll be blessed my friend now just uh something that um yeah, came in the in the news recently. Uh this was the 11th of June 2021 at 4:30 a.m. Uh this news article uh on the ABC News Network by Julia Bird, I believe that's how you pronounce the name B A I R D. All right. And the uh news article actually says domestic abuse more prevalent among our Anglican church goers new report finds. Now, I must say, uh, I, 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 you know, abuse, um, is happening not just in that church, but in other places as well, but this happens to be the the, the report that was uh, uh, published on the ABC News Network, and it says a landmark report has found the incidence of domestic abuse is greater amongst uh, Anglicans in Australia than the general population. The report, commissioned by the Anglican Church, also found that the perpetrators use biblical teachings to justify abuse, and that and, and that those who are t- church regularly were more likely to have been in in an abuse relationship than those who didn't. Despite this, the research which includes servers on uh, prevalence clergy and survivors in Anglican communities showed almost 9 out of 10 victims of domestic violence did not seek help from their church. That is a little bit sad. Um, Now, what we are hearing is that, uh, you know, abuse and domestic violence has increased. And um, I must say that uh, not long ago, uh, I o- also heard, I may not be able to give the resource at the moment, but I heard that during this pandemic uh, 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 crisis, that uh, um, abuse uh, also, the statistics indicates that, you know, the abuse has also uh, increased. Um, now, we are living in a time where... Uh, what should I say? I guess a lot of people are moving away from the biblical moral guidelines that we're given. And there's a lot of things that are happening in the world. And I must say that, you know, I'm not picking up on, on this church, the Anglican church. I believe this is happening in other churches as well. Um, Would I be fair? Would this be fair to say, Helen, that um, in almost every church, there will be a form of abuse in one way or another because we're humans, isn't it? I agree with you
1: 100%, right. including, right. our church, right, exactly. including our own church. That's right, including
0: our own church. That's true. Um, and, but this is not, uh, because the article here says that, um, people use, if I could, Found that, uh, that line again that they're using biblical teachings to justify abuse. Now, we do not believe that the Bible supports abuse. No, does absolutely it? No, not. No. Um, and so, so this not. is an issue which we must address, therefore. Uh, mm-hmm. and, um, also we're continuing on this article just be- before I-, I ask Helen maybe to comment briefly on this. Uh, it says here that, um, uh, that the study also uh show that uh, most of these people who go through abuse they feel that you know that that they should maybe keep it to themselves to begin with and they don't feel comfortable even sharing this with other people or even with uh with fellow church members um and i wonder why that is but Anyways, the it's, issue is... It's
1: Let me just address that, yes. if I may.
0: Oh, yes, please. Why that is, is mm.
1: because we're judgmental mm. and we're critical. Mm. And um, people do not understand what goes on behind closed doors. Mm. Now, I'm, I'm speaking from experience as well, yeah. having been an abused wife. Yeah. And um, my um, late husband, mm. he was held up very highly in the church. right. And um, nobody knew. Nobody had any idea. Mm. And when I finally said something to somebody, um, they didn't yeah, believe me. Yeah, And that put me right back into my shell. So oh. some of the things we're talking about tonight, um, yeah, I can put a little tick there and say yes, yes. Mm. But we mm. want to also, I hope we get round to it, um, Fabiana, yes. want to also uh, discuss how we should respond to people. Yes. I, and I, I is there anything there. we can do?
0: That's right. Okay. Now, I think that'll be definitely, uh, worth, worth, um, discussing. Now, I don't want to take much time actually on this article. It's quite a lengthy article. It goes into, uh, uh, some statistics, but I guess the point that is brought across is that definitely, uh, you know, domestic abuse is more prevalent today. And, um, before we go into details, I don't know, Helen, if you wanted to, um, I guess, uh, help us here by, opening this radio program with a prayer and invite the Holy Spirit to speak to us and uh, to help our listener as well uh wrestle with this from a biblical standpoint and see what the Bible has to say on this. Uh, do you mind uh, opening with a word I'd of prayer? I'd love to. Thank, thank you. you. Mm.
1: Loving Heavenly Father, we are so grateful that you are the perfect Father. We are so grateful that we can come to you with any problems, any challenges, with our joys and with our sorrows. Mm. I thank you, Father, that there are people today that can trust you so much and and you get through this with all the circumstances around we know we can trust you Amen. you are still in control even though a um an abused person whether it be a man or a woman or a child mm. um at that point feels very alone And, uh, Lord, I just pray that you will comfort them tonight. If there is anyone that is listening that is going through abuse at the moment or they've got a family member that is experiencing abuse or maybe it's someone that had abuse um, years ago, Lord, but have not quite got over it. Father, I just pray that you will comfort them in a very real way right this moment. I thank you for the opportunity of sharing some of these things tonight. And I pray that the Holy Spirit will uh, magnify the words, from the Bible, not from us, but from the Bible and from you, mm. Lord, bless us now and bless each listener. I pray in your name.
0: Amen, amen. amen. Once again, if you'd like to interact with us or share some insights uh, or even raise some questions, uh, the number to, um, to 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 uh, you know, to send your text message to is 0488880, um, 0811. Now we are wrestling with a topic. How do I deal with domestic violence? And I would just like to once again thank those who have already, I guess, uh, sent in some messages there. I can see that. And we want to thank you for, um, yeah, sharing with us where you're listening from. I can see that uh, we have people listening from Geelong, uh, Victoria. Is that how you pronounce it? Geelong? Yeah. And, uh, it will be really good to know that we have other people across Australia listening to us because, hey, this really encourages us. And, uh, thank you once again for, uh, letting us know where you are listening from. And those who would even listen to the, uh, recording later on, um, just, um, yeah, just interact with us, raise questions. Let's have a wonderful discussion. Now, I would like to just, uh, Share with those who are listening that we have a wonderful book. This is our free giveaway for this week. It is called Hope for Troubled Times. Hope for Troubled Times. And this is by Mark Finley. If you would like to claim this free offer, you just have to send uh, your name, your address, and phone number to the number zero four double eight. 880811 and uh, we would gladly send that to you. And if you live in South Australia, also do include your postcode. That will be much appreciated.
1: May I just add that book is absolutely beautiful. That's
0: right. Um,
1: It's not a very big book, Mm. but it certainly will give anyone hope through this troubled time that we live. That's right. And I think it's very applicable for what we're going to talk about tonight. Definitely. Mm. So please um, listener, avail yourself of that book. It's free. Yes. Um, Send through your details.
0: That's right. And so before we plunge deep into the topic of today, I'd like to ask that we just take a you know a little break, uh, listen to a song and get ourselves cons- comfortable and we'll be right back and do please do stay with us please. Thank you. Dun, 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 dun.
2: FM anytime, anywhere, with the free Faith FM app, available on the Apple App Store and the Android Google Play Store.
0: Welcome again. You are listening to Faith FM Draft Time, Big Q&A, with Pastor Fabiano and our regular co-host Helen Gray. Helen is a wonderful and detailed student of the Bible. And she's a dedicated Faith FM uh, radio presenter and co-host. And she has presented on a number of topics. Today's uh, topic is how do I deal with domestic violence? And I'd like to just ask Helen, if you can help us understand what is uh, abuse and what is domestic violence, um, maybe help us understand that first.
1: Okay. Okay. Love to. Mm. To start with, let me just mention, you know, being Bible scholars, um, if we look in the Bible, all violence is considered an offence against God and against humanity. That's right. You notice I didn't actually say against the woman. Mm. The first thing is it's actually against God. (laughs) That's right. I remember Joseph when he was um, tempted Mm. um, by Pharaoh's wife, and he he wouldn't go along with her, and he just said, how can I do this evil, this sin, and sin against thee? That's right. You know, so when this happens, it is against God and against humanity. And that is the
0: biblical perspective, isn't it? Absolutely. In
1: fact, Scripture is very full of condemnations of violence, Mm. and um, time and time again, violence is associated with wickedness and can. Demmed as detestable right. to the Lord, you that's know. Right. It, it, we we can use the word violence, abuse. It covers, you know, both. But you know, there's also the word oppression that comes through in the Bible, mm. and that means crushing or burdening some someone mm. by the abuse of power of authority. Yeah. and that's everywhere as well. And I thought it was interesting that when I went to study this, and I've been studying this whole topic for a long time, um, quite often that. A survivor of abuse will say of the abuser what is said in Psalm 10.
0: All right. I've never heard of that before. So Psalm 10. Psalm
1: 10. Would you like to share that with us? Yes. And they're talking about the person abusing. Let me say, it is not only women that are abused. There are times when men are abused, and that's sad too, and children as well. That's right. It's really sad. So, so Psalms got, chapter 10. Chapter 10. Is, All right. Oh, I haven't got the thing. Oh, the actual it's verse? about okay. his mouth is filled
0: Right, right. Okay, So, but it is definitely in Psalms 10. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay, interesting. I had never heard of that before.
1: Well, let me read it out. It okay, says, yes. His mouth is filled with cursing and deceit and oppression. Under his tongue are mischief and iniquity.
0: That is verse 7. Verse 7. Interesting. Hmm. I didn't
1: actually write that. I just knew it was in Psalm ten.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: But let me just say I want to I want to be encouraging tonight and God is definitely on the side of the oppressed and the abused. And if you want to jot down Psalm fifty six, have a read of that. You know, the the scriptures clearly express God's desire for a dramatic transformation of society for those who are burdened, marginalized or unjustly treated. Mm. And Luke four, eighteen to twenty one Proverbs fourteen thirty one, Matthew nine thirteen, and Mark 3, 4 to 5. Now, I haven't looked them all up because we've got a lot to get through. That's right. But if you get a chance, have a look at those. Definitely. Now, let me just come back. What is abuse? Mm. Now, when you think, um, Fabiano, somebody says there's domestic abuse in that house over there. What's your first thought?
0: Yeah, when I hear that, I tend to think about the physical uh oppression uh yep. the physical violence that is happening in that house
1: okay what about in the church uh
0: in the church then i it, uh, i tend to think about um the psychological and the emotional and mm-hmm. and, and and yeah to that level because i don't think of a church as a as a, as a, as a um
1: it should uh, be a place of refuge
0: <laughs> yeah exactly yeah yeah but but i'm refuge. i'm saying that uh, when we hear of domestic violence uh, in homes, immediately we, we think of the physical aspect of the violence, um, whereas in the church it can be uh, mostly to do with emotional, psychological. Mm-hmm. But, I th- but I believe both can happen in, in, um, um, and do happen yeah. in, uh, in, in different settings as well.
1: There are many, many forms of abuse. Yes. Okay, physical yeah. is only one of them. That's right. Um, mine started with verbal abuse. Mm. Words I'd never heard. I was growing uh, up from a
0: Christian,
1: mm. uh, yeah, mm. Uh, mm. so-called, and um, then of course it it went. It was emotional. Mm. It was mental abuse. It was financial, mm. and of course it developed into um, sexual abuse and physical abuse, mm. and um, it's it's a hard thing to explain if people haven't been through it that's right i made a very big mistake years ago and i'm sorry i did it but i visited my neighbor who wasn't at work that day and i found out that she actually was abused and she finally let me in but she was covered in bruises and her her um, husband he was respected like mine was in the church and mm. he was he was actually an elder
0: oh man and then that's i not found good. out
1: that he actually held a gun to her kids' heads and this sort of thing, and you know, me being naive on all this, I said, um, "Why do you stay with him? You know, get mm, out!" Mm. And she looked at me. She said, "You'd never understand it." Yeah. And I have to be honest, Fabiano. It wasn't until I was in that situation that now I understand. Mm, you know. Mm. So some of these, you know, I remember when when I actually told a friend of mine, and she um she said, "No, no, no, he wouldn't do that." Because I had him, had my husband on a pedestal, and her husband came and he said, "What's going on?" She said, "Oh, so and so has just been abusing Helen," and he just looked at me. He said, "No way!" And he put his hand on my shoulder and he said, "You'll get over it," and walked out. What? Now let me tell you, don't do that to anybody mm, in that situation. Mm, mm. But let's talk about abuse. You know, yeah. every every couple have a, disagreements, have arguments. And in a respectful and equal relationship, both partners feel free to state their opinions, to make their own decisions, to be themselves, to say no to sex. But this is not the case when someone is abusive. That's right. In an abusive relationship, one partner tries to dominate the other through physical harm, criticisms, demands, threats, sexual pressure. For the victim and her children, this behavior can be very dangerous, frightening, confusing and damaging. Mm. Just to name a few You know, psychological or emotional abuse That can be just as harmful, my friend, as physical abuse Abuse in a relationship, though, is never acceptable Regardless of the circumstances Mm. And let me just say, it is never the fault of the victim Abuse is not caused by alcohol or stress, or by the victim's behavior. It happens because the abuser wants to control and manipulate the other person. They can come worse when they've, you know, had alcohol in them, but it's this power that they want. You know, um, physical sexual assault threats and stalking are crimes and can be reported to the police. But I've got a quote here from Alas, and we'll call her Kate. Okay. Keep her anonymous. Yes. Kate. And she said, My family and friends didn't think it was that bad because he only physically hit me once. But the put-downs and the manipulation were so much worse the way he controlled my life. I really wish my family could have understood how horrible it was.
0: Hey, Helen, would I be correct in saying that um, it really comes down to this idea of control oh, absolutely. and manipulation, isn't yeah. it? Absolutely. Because um, I think that's what I heard in, in, in your summary there, that mm. really it is all about control and manipulation. Yeah, power. And, and power. And uh, mm. But obviously and the abuse of power, isn't it? Absolutely. And so, mm. um, yeah, and, and this is definitely not God's design. No. It's so... Um, The question then I would ask is um, How do I deal with domestic violence?
1: Well, it can be really worrying yes. If someone that you care about is being hurt or abused mm-hmm. By their partner And if you know someone who is experiencing family violence Find out what to look for And how you can provide support If you know someone who might be experiencing fi- family violence now Find out absolutely Are they okay? But at the same token, some people say, well, I don't want to interfere. Mm. But, you know, it's what you do that's important. You know, your help can make such a great difference to someone who is abused. Your response to her her or his, I'm using her predominantly because women are mostly in that situation. That's right. But your response to her situation is really important. If she feels supported and encouraged, she may feel stronger and more able to make decisions. And if she feels judged or criticized, she could be afraid to tell anyone else about the abuse again, which is what happened to me. I divulged it to um, the family doctor. Mm. I didn't tell him about everything, okay. but I literally, you know, poured my heart out. Mm. And he called called um, my husband in and we sat there and he just, he didn't say outright to him, you're abusing Helen. He just said, oh, how's it going? You know, you're treating Helen well and this sort of thing. My husband was so good at it. Wow. That the doctor looked at me and looked me in the eye and I was I was pleading with my eyes mm. and he said um, I think Helen makes mountains out of molehills.
0: Sorry, I I, I think that Helen to me. <laughs> makes
1: mountain, in other words exaggerated the whole situation. Right, right. And I was sitting there pleading with him because I knew what was going to happen when I got home.
0: That is that and, is very sad though, because yes. that shows lack of listening, isn't it? Yes, yes. And I think every person has the right to be listened to uh, are heard and validated because here's the thing, I think uh, I guess coming up to that conclusion, there's a lot of assumptions involved and and I think rather than, you know, coming to that conclusion, I think a person should be believed first and foremost. Um, it's very hard.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> That's why we mustn't judge. Mm. You know, I have a number of people that have come to me over the years mm. and in a counselling role and I've, I made up my mind I would never judge mm. because none of us know what goes on That's behind right. closed door. Right. Now, my late husband, he was, he was a psychopath, and um, that was sort of a step further, if mm. you like. Mm. And uh, it took me a long time to understand all that <clears throat> because I had no idea. We were married two weeks when he kind of, you know, let fly.
2: Mm.
1: So that was, um, that was a hard part. But, but you know, um, abuse in relationship is quite common, as I said. It's mainly committed by men against women. Mm-hmm. Uh, but sadly, much of this abuse is also witnessed by children. And some sad. women are abusive in relationships too. And interesting that the stats that are coming out now is that women in lesbian relationships and men in gay relationships can also be abusive to their partners. Mm, So it's not a smooth ride. right? And here was another quote from Anna. She said, My best friend really helped me. She never judged me or made me feel like it was my fault. She helped me think about what to do, looked after my kids to give a break, and was there when I needed her. It can't have been easy on her, but her support made a big difference.
0: Right. Helen, I'd like to... Ask the question That some people Might be probing At the moment And that is How can I Recognize Abuse um, I think that Might be a, You know A very important very Question practical. to. Yeah, yeah Exactly Be more practical mm-hmm.
1: Good question Okay You know You might be Unsure That even Your friend Or relative Has experienced Abuse To start With And uh-huh. maybe Maybe you sense something isn't right Mm. in their relationship and sometimes there could be signs that indicate that there is abuse but often there'll be nothing obvious unless you know what to look for. So let me just mention a few. You know, it could be that she seems afraid of her partner or is always very anxious to please him or her.
0: Mm. Okay.
1: Okay, I relate to that. Mm. She stops seeing her friends or family or cuts phone conversation short when her partner is in the room. Mm. Her partner often criticizes her or humiliates her in front of other people. Mm. Well, I have to tell you that did not happen to me because in front of other people, he kept this good face.
0: Wow, the Mr. Nice face. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: And also, um, partner pressures or forces her to do certain sexual things. Mm. Her partner often orders her about or makes all the decisions. For example, he, he can be um, controlling with the money or tell her who she can see and what she can do. And you'll find that somebody will often talk about her partner's jealousy, bad temper or possessiveness. True. You know, she might become anxious or depressed, lost confidence, but he's usually quite quiet. You know, physical injuries you may see broken bones, bruises, brains cuts, but unlikely she would be to tell you why. Right. You know, right. and I can, <laughs> I can remember myself. You know, you'd have a black eye and you'd say, "I walked into a cupboard." You know, oh, or yeah. I fell down the stairs. You know. Um, if she's got children, mm-hmm. or he's got children, they will seem to be afraid of the partner. And mm. that's, that's quite something to take into consideration they might have behavior problems or just withdrawn or anxious you know and you might see that she's actually reluctant to leave her children with a partner Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. after she ends the relationship quite often the partner is constantly calling her harassing her following her coming to her house or waiting outside i had a partner who a husband who kept on ringing me yeah, and saying how hurt he was that I walked away. And right. I said, Why are you so hurt? Mm. You were the one abusing me. That's right.
0: You know? So know, pretty much reversing now the situation yeah, and putting it, became it back a on mental, you. Yeah, mental. thing. Mm. Now, Helen, um, I would just like to engage with those who are, who are listening. And I would just like to ask uh, if they don't mind to text in some of the Bible verses. That they've found to be very helpful when going mm-hmm. through difficulties, uh, difficulties and and, and challenges, uh, or uh, any Bible verse that they would share with anyone going through an abuse, a, 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 an abusive uh, relationship, uh, or faced uh, faced with uh, domestic violence. So we do a little bit of sharing. So if you don't mind, if you're able to, if you're next to your phone, the number is zero four double eight double eight. Zero eight eleven. Now let me ask one more question before we take a break, mm-hmm. and this is uh, maybe a question that I guess people may think: Hey, why doesn't she just leave? Why can't she just call it quits? Why can't you? You know what I mean? Like just press the button and exit. Why don't people? I know. Don't why don't why don't they have that power in, when they're going through that experience to to just call it quits?
1: There can be many reasons mm. for that. One of the things for me particularly was that I had no confidence left. Mm. Um, I didn't have an identity. Um, and, you know, it, it was it's very hard for people to understand how someone can stay in a relationship like that yeah. if she's treated badly. I remember my elder stepson saying to me after he was with us three months, he said, why do you stay with him? Mm. And, and not that he'd seen him abuse me, but he saw how he abused the animals. Okay. And yeah. uh, some of the things that came out of his mouth when I wasn't around to hit, you know, and he'd just get frustrated. So, you know, leaving can seem like a very simple solution. Pack your bags and go. Mm. But, you know, and then if they don't leave, you're accused that it's, it's partly your fault, mm. you know, because, you know, you put up with it, you're weak or you're stupid. Mm. And and they are very hurtful things. You know, it's hard to imagine what it's like to be abused when you're not in the situation as I couldn't with my neighbor. <laughs> but from the outside it may seem easier to leave than it actually is. It can be very very difficult to That's leave right. an abusive partner. That's right. And it's but it's important that friends and family try to understand. Mm. You know, the, here's some of the reasons. She's afraid of what the abuser will do if she leaves. Mm. He threatens to harm her relatives, friends, children, pets or property. They may even threaten to commit suicide if she talks about leaving. And many victims find that the abuse continues or gets worse after they leave. Or she still loves a partner or she thinks she does because he or she is not abusive all of the time. She has a commitment to the relationship of a belief that marriage is forever, for better or worse. Mm. She hopes her partner will change and sometimes the abusive person can promise to change and, you know, she might think, oh, well, if he stops drinking, the abuse will stop. She thinks the abuse is her fault. Oh, that's a... That's quite quite yeah. a tough one. Yeah. She feels she should stay for the sake of the children, mm. and it's best. You know, she thinks it's best they have a mother and father. Right. But you know, and they might have been threatened; she, he'd take the children away. But let me tell you, it's worse for them being in an abusive situation than being in a single parent mm. family. You know, as I said, lack of confidence, isolation, and loneliness. Pressure to stay from her family, her community, or even her church. She might feel rejection from a community or family if she leaves, and she may feel that um, she can't get away from him. Mm. And it, it could also depend on the culture, yeah. you know. And right. and she doesn't have the means to survive if the relationship ends. She mightn't have anywhere to go, access right. to money, and she may be dependent on her partner's income. Mm. Or if she's disabled, she may depend upon the abuser for assistant. So there is a lot of a lot of things there in the mix, but it's important that you don't make her feel that there is something wrong with her because she hasn't left. Yeah. That will only reinforce her low confidence and feelings of guilt and self blame. Right. You know, it can also be dangerous to mm-hmm. leave a partner who abuses. The abuse may continue or increase after she leaves. Right. And and you know, in the counselling area, we need to help her to weigh up her feelings, decide what she can do, and consider her safety, whether she decides to stay or to leave. Right, right. She might want to contact a service to talk about how to protect herself, and there are services there. By the way, there is Lifeline.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, there is um, oh, what's it called? Blue, blue.
0: Beyond Blue. Uh, Beyond Beyond Blue, Blue, Uh sorry. I was trying to think of what that was. (laughs) That's right. Yeah,
1: that's right. But, you know, here's another another testimony from Nicola. When I told her how he abused me, my friend said, but you let him do it like it was my fault. That made me feel worse. She didn't know how much pressure he put on me to go back, how he said he loved me and would kill himself rather than live without me and the children. He made me feel so guilty. Mm. I thought how important it was for the children to have a father, and it was all a way of manipulating me to come back my friend stopped talking to me after I went back to him she said I was stupid mm, I was mm. really upset because she was the only close friend in Australia and yes. I really needed someone to talk to right. and help me to see that the way he treated me was That's right.
0: wrong That's right.
1: so okay. you know if we look at the the argument or you know the question how do we help people in that situation mm. and you know I think one thing we need to do is learn to listen
0: yes I think listening is very important. Um, yeah, learn to listen. I had a friend um, who was going through a very uh, difficult uh, experience. Um, yeah, this friend of mine was being abused, and I felt really bad for this friend of mine because um, I could see that it was impacting on this friend's health. Yes, it um, does. Everything was going wrong, and and and. But it was very, very hard for them to make that decision to leave, and, um, and and you know, and this friend would say, you know, but this is my family, or it's not because you know. And to be honest, it is very, very difficult. So um, I would just like to say to those who have, who might even be in that situation at the moment, that um, yeah, that. Uh, yeah. Seek for some help and uh, pray about it and um, definitely do seek some help. You know, um, one, I mean, I'm looking here, uh, someone has sent in a text message, Helen. Mm -hmm. Uh, before we go to the break, you might even want to maybe comment on this. Uh, and this person has said that I think a lot of men take Ephesians 525 out of context. And that's why there is a lot of abuse. Women can only submit to men if the man treats the wife with respect, um, with an attitude of servanthood and love, uh, like Christ Loved the Church. Um, I would agree. What do you think, Helen? Well,
1: I'd like to actually comment on that because this is something that gets thrown at at, um, spouses a lot. Okay. Okay, but if you read that text, and I'm actually reading from the New Living Translation, it says, for husbands, this means love your wife. Doesn't put a full stop there, by the way. Husbands, love your wife just as Mm. Christ loved the church he gave up his life for her to make a holy and clean wash by the cleansing of god's word and that's what i'd like to say to these people that say you know that we have to stay and we have to submit Hmm. because the bible says so but here the bible plainly says husband this means that you love your wife as christ loved the the church." church yeah now to me that negates the one before when it verse 21 it says further submit to one another Mm. out of reverence for Christ Mm. now submit to one another Mm -hmm. it's it's a it's a two-way here. It's a
0: two-way, that's right. Yes, that's and right. the Bible's
1: very clear on that out of reverence for Christ.
0: That's right. And then
1: verse 22 says, For wives, this means submit to your husbands mm. as to the Lord. Mm. For a husband is the head of his wife as Christ is the head of the church. He is the saviour, his body, the church, as the church submits to Christ. So your wives should submit to your husbands in everything. And people put a full stop there. Yeah. And that really gets to me. Because that's not giving the whole story, because then comes in the verse that I've just said, for husband it means love your wives, just as Christ loved the church and right. gave up his life for her right. if you are um, an abuser and you're hearing our words tonight mm. um, please please you need to love your wives as christ loved the church that's the condition
0: amen amen that
1: is the condition you know and the, yep. that it's sort of it's a bit like a sandwich you've got two ends there verse mm. 21 mm-hmm. submit to one another mm-hmm. Out of reverence for God, and then you've got the other end: husbands love your wife as Christ.
0: That's right. The I think when people do that to the scriptures, and that is what that article uh, on ABC was all, was saying, that some people use scripture to 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 um, you know, and, and they twist scriptures to 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 abuse others. Yes. Um, they using they're pretty much doing what you're saying. They grabbing just what that one verse, and out not of even all the verse exactly out of context. Yes. Yeah. Um and I love what you just said there, that that husbands need to love their wives and I just thought I'll share a verse that really highlights what this love looks like and this is 1st Corinthians chapter 13 uh, verse 4 Love suffers long and is kind. Love does not envy. Love does not parade itself. Is not puffed up. Does not does, love does not behave rudely. Does not seek its own. Is not provoked. Um, thinks no evil. Does not rejoice in iniquity, but rejoices in truth. Bears all things. Believes. All things, hopes, all things, endures, all things. Now that is love.
1: Can I just say something here? Yes. That (coughs) there was a doctor who Mm. had a couple that came to him and she was going down in health. Mm. And um, he, of course, (coughs) found out that there was some domestic violence going on. So the doctor wrote out a prescription. Right. On that prescription, he said, Take this for 30 days, read. And meditate on 1 Corinthians 13.
0: Ah.
1: That was good advice.
0: I I think that is a really good advice. That eh? was good
1: advice. That was his prescription. That's right. And yes, they actually, they followed it. Wonderful. And um, at the end of that time came Mm, back and mm, they mm. were together.
0: That's right. They were together.
1: Only God can soothe the heart. Only God can draw us together. Definitely. But we need to accept his will. We need to be obedient to him. But also know that He is in control of all things.
0: That's right. Yeah, We're going to come to a break, but once again, I'm still waiting for your text messages. Hey, Is there any Bible verse that you have found to be helpful when you're going through a difficult uh, experience? Share with us. Let us interact. And this is Faith FM Draft Time Big Q&A. We're coming to a break, but I would just like to remind you that uh, we do have a free giveaway, and that is a book titled Hope for Troubled Times by Mark Finley if you text us your name your address your phone number we will surely send that to you and if you live in south australia please do include your postcode as well and the number that you need to send your um, uh, if if you want to claim this book this free offer you know those details too uh, is 0488 thank you once again please do stay tuned we'll be right back <laughs> Listen to Faith FM anytime, anywhere with the free Faith
2: FM app, available on the Apple App Store and the Android Google Play Store.
0: You are listening to Faith FM, Drive Time, Big Q&A with Pastor Fabiano and our regular co-host, Helen Gray. Helen is a regular co-host on this radio program, a dedicated and a thorough student of the Bible. She has um, studied with us for quite a number of uh Months, years now, I, I should say. And, uh, we have enjoyed, uh, studying with Helen. And, um, today we, uh, dealing with the topic, how to, how do I deal with domestic violence? And, uh, um, this is under the theme, how do you explain biblical violence? If you have missed any of the presentation, know that you can go to faithfm.com.au, uh, is that faithfm.com.au? Or is faith, yeah, that's right, faithfm.com.au. And you can listen to the previous presentations by uh, looking for the program titled Big Q&A, uh, the Draft Time Program. So, once again, welcome. And Helen, I would just like to ask in the few minutes that we have there, how do we help... Uh, 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 domestic violence victims uh, How do we help such an individual
1: Okay, I'd like to go into it in detail But of course we don't have the time for that So, number one, listen to a story Validate her feelings Even if you know the, the spouse And can't believe that he would do those things What she's telling you Just keep an open mind Give her an opportunity to tell her story mm. Acknowledge her bravery Encourage in breaking silence And yeah. seeking help Because that's the first step That's right Um Be supportive, but don't tell her what to do. Mm. Let her make decisions herself. That's right. Keep your conversation confidential. Yes. And never advise a woman to return home to work things out with her abuser if she has been physically battered or if her life has been threatened. Mm. You will place her in greater harm. You know, and if if the victim chooses to return home against your advice, make sure she knows how to contact you if she needs help. That's right. You know, um the thing is you can't force her. But don't, don't spend the time working out who did what and who's what what, you know, and, and please don't ever counsel the abuser and victim together.
2: Mm. Because of, mm. you know,
1: I had that experience. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of other things, you know, uh, if they're a member of the church, they might want to meet you. The abuser may want to meet you. Um, but, or don't do it where the wife is, mm. you know, or the partner is. Mm. Um, and don't expect him to admit that he's an abuser. Because often they don't. In fact, they'll even tell you they don't have a problem with anger. Mm. But, you know, (coughs) excuse me, a woman is in imminent danger, though, if he threatened her life, Mm. need to take it seriously. If he has weapons in the house or has recently bought a gun, has locked her in the house or killed or injured her pet, that's traumatic, let me tell you. That's right. I can check right. that one. Yeah. She if she sustained multiple injuries each time he battered her in the past, she threatened to leave and he threatened to hurt or kill himself children and her if she leaves he talks about dreams involving murder either mm. hers or his so th- these are things that if women are in imminent danger but i just quickly want to say yes. there are some wrong things that you can say to a battered person mm-hmm. you know you can say well but don't do it please these are wrong what did you do to provoke him well you really should pray harder prayer changes things oh. Go home and cook your husband a favorite meal. Put on your best dress and give him a little more attention. I'm ticking off all of these. I, mm, these are mm, things that were mm. said to me too. You must do whatever you can to hold your marriage together, even if it means suffering for Jesus. The Bible says your husband is the head of your household. If you submit to him, it become more obedient. He will not resort to violence. Your children need a father. It's up to you to keep the family together. But let me let me go on to say I want to affirm... Anybody that's in an abusive situation or been there, you're not alone. That's right. You know, right. we have a companion whether we choose him or not, and that's God. Amen. But you're not alone. There are a lot of people that are in the same boat. Abuse is wrong. It is not your fault. That's right. You did not deserve to be hit. You are not responsible for his behavior. You have a right to be talked to. You, you, Sorry, you have a right to see your family. That's another classic point where quite often they'll get you further and further out of time, uh, town or cut you off from your family. No one deserves to be talked to. In the manner that's abusive, and your first responsibility is to protect yourself and your children. That's right. God does not condone abuse. No. He wants you to be safe, and God will not abandon you, regardless of your choices. Yeah. I would like, if I can, have time before we finish, Fabian, I know you want to say something, yes. but just before we finish, I would like to, I would like to address again something I've shared on this air on how how to cope. With the forgiveness side of that,
0: mm-hmm, very quickly mm-hmm. to tell
1: the story here. Yeah. Okay.
0: Ah, uh, simply, I just wanted to share a verse to the man that might be listening, uh, from a, from another man. Um, this is first Peter chapter three, verse seven, which says, husbands likewise dwell with them with understanding, giving honor to the wife as to the weaker vessel, as being, and as being heirs together of the grace of life that your prayers May no be hindered. Amen
1: and yeah. Amen. Yeah. yeah. And there's some beautiful psalms too, you That's know, right. if you study the Psalms, there's some beautiful ones that um I know a friend of mine shared just recently, Psalm twenty. Mm. And uh take time to read it. It starts off in times of trouble, may the Lord Answer your cry. May the name of the God of Jacob keep you safe from all harm. May he send you help from his sanctuary (coughs) and strengthen you from Jerusalem. May he remember all your gifts and look favorably on your burnt offerings. And it goes on. May he grant your heart's desire. Make your plans and make all your plans succeed. You know, may we shout for victory. You know, when we hear for joy, when we, when we hear of of the victory that He's given us. I left because I ended up with a. um, He threw me across the kitchen. This was the last time I hit the combustion stove, and fractured my back. That was that was enough. I uh, that was enough. Couldn't take any more. And God managed to give me the courage to walk away, um, and to see through it. I just want to quickly mention, because we're about ready to close, mm. but I want to mention that for 20-odd years, even though he, he died for, and he's been dead for 24 years, 20 of those years he still had power over me. And That's you say, right. how could this That's be? Right. He was in yeah. the grave. Yeah. He was asleep. Yeah. Because I still had these these nightmares. I had ended up with post-traumatic stress disorder. And um, I, I just, he was still as large as life I was given counsel, and this is the counsel I was given, don't call the abuser a monster, Right, number one, which I'd been guilty of. I said when I stayed I helped the monster grow. She said don't call these people monsters. Shrink them down to size. And I thought of the film, um, what was it? I Shrunk the Kids. Okay. I never saw the film, but I remember the the um, the name of it. Okay. So I did that in this session, and I shrunk in my mind mm. my late husband. And it was really interesting because in shrinking, the power was gone. Right. And it was really interesting for me to go through this exercise. And I actually smiled, and all I could think of was this tiny little being, you mm. know, mm. and um, – it, was, it looked a bit funny. And she then said, again, don't call him a monster. He is a human being who carries all this load.
2: Mm.
1: He does monstrous things. And I thought, that's what we do with God. Mm. You know, God doesn't call us monsters and all the rest of it. Mm. We come to him and and he looks at us like... His created being, hmm. especially when we have asked forgiveness, one John one nine, yes. and through Jesus, He then looks at us at that moment as His beautiful created being.
0: Right, right, and
1: and He knows that we, human being, human, doesn't give us the excuse to sin, but He knows that we do things that doesn't please Him. Right. He still loves us, and the interesting thing is that little caricature, caricature <laughs> that I was looking at. I actually felt sorry for him uh-huh, uh-huh. because he was a man who couldn't show empathy, right. um, couldn't show right love, kept saying he hadn't got a, a temper or anything, um, and and everybody loved him because they thought he was such a great guy. And I actually started to feel sorry for him because the power went. Mm. And that moment I was able to forgive Wow. and get on with my life so I wanted to share that if somebody's in that situation please think about those things that's right there are many places you can go for help and um, as we mentioned before there's Lifeline there's Beyond Blue and there are others so please seek seek help if you need to get out there are refuge the, uh, places you can go you are not alone and if anybody needs to contact us please please feel free to do so
0: Amen Helen I want to thank you first of all uh for sharing this because this is not easy and for the courage that you have to uh share with those um who are uh, or even will go through this uh, mm. difficult experience this is um the result of uh, living in a sinful world and it is none of our faults um and uh my prayer really is that God would work uh on our hearts and that um We can all be each other's, uh, I'm trying to go off here, my King James Version in my mind, the brethren's, each other's brother's care or something along those lines. Um, But it is a very, it is a reality, domestic violence, abuse, it is a reality, and the Bible does not uh, support that. In fact, that is the the result of living in a broken world, and Satan is behind that, and Mm -hmm. we denounce that in Christ's name. Um, And so in closing, I'd like to uh, thank our listener for tuning in. And for those who are interacting with us, uh, we really look forward to... uh, uh, I guess, sharing with you uh, next week uh, on this radio program. But please don't forget that tomorrow we also have uh, 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 this uh, program uh, continuing under this same theme. But in closing, I would just like to leave this promise with you. And this is the promise of Christ when he said, I'm leaving you with a gift peace of mind and heart and the peace I give isn't like the peace the world gives so don't be troubled all afraid that is from John fourteen twenty seven. may mm-hmm. God richly bless you and catch up next week blessings and good night thank you oh soul, are you weary
3: and troubled? no light in the darkness you see There's a life for a look at the Savior And life more abundant and free Turn your eyes upon Jesus Look full in His wonderful face And the things of earth will grow strange you In the light of His glory and grace Through death into life everlasting He passed and we followed there Over us in no more hath dominion For more than conquerors we are And turn your eyes upon Jesus